electricity, a big idea that's inspired countless new ones. From powering the light bulb to virtually powering our entire lives. 30 years ago, State Street launched the Spider S&P 500 ETF, SPY. A big idea that inspired the world to invest differently. And still does. What can you do with SPY? Before investing, consider the funds, investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Visit SSGA.com for a prospectus containing this and other information. Read it carefully before investing. SPY is subject to risks similar to those of stocks. All ETFs are subject to risk, including possible loss of principal. Alps Distributors, Inc. Distributor. Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Keynote by CNBC Events. I'm Tyler Matheson. On this podcast, we bring you in-depth, candid conversations with executives, experts, and thought leaders. On this episode, you'll hear from Amy and Ben Wright, founders of a fast-growing franchise company, Biddy and Bo's Coffee. The couple spoke with my colleague CNBC personal finance correspondent Sharon Epperson on August 2nd, 2023, as part of CNBC's Small Business Playbook event about how they primarily employ people with disabilities at their coffee shops and how other businesses can offer job opportunities to people with disabilities. Here is their conversation. But tell me why you've decided to focus on hiring people with congenital and acquired disabilities. We're so thrilled to join you today. Thank you for the opportunity. Um, The inspiration behind our coffee shops is our two youngest children, Biddy and Bo, who both have Down syndrome. As the parents of children with disabilities, you start thinking about their future. And one of the things that Ben and I were shocked to learn is that 80% of people with disabilities don't have jobs in our country. And we did not want our children growing up uh, in that kind of world. So we started this coffee shop seven and a half years ago. We created some jobs in our community for people with disabilities. And we very quickly realized we were onto something and uh, have expanded now seven and a half years later and employ over 400 people with disabilities. And how many employees do you have overall, Amy? What percentage are employees so, with disabilities? Great question. So the majority of our employees do have disabilities. Uh, that's over 400, but we have a robust support staff too of um, people that help them shine and do the best job they can do behind the bar. Excellent. And Ben, you know, when you take a look at where we stand now as a country with the unemployment rate, it is certainly far lower for people who do not have disabilities than it is for people with disabilities. But we have seen the unemployment rate for people with disabilities go down. Is that because, in the last year, I should say, is that because it makes good business sense? I mean, what is the competitive advantage of your business, perhaps, because you employ more people with disabilities. It's very encouraging to see that number start to tick down. And we'd like to think we're a very small part of of helping that number come down, but there's such a long way to go. And I think that uh, people with disabilities need to be reframed in society as as real people who just happen to have intellectual and developmental disabilities. And they, they are deserving of the innovation that the business world can bring to bear on them. And uh, once that's done, once you're able to reframe that as a business leader, uh, the sky's the limit. It's just a function of of finding a place for those folks in your organization and figuring out what they can do and what ways you can innovate around them so that you can be successful. And in fact, they will become a winning competitive advantage for your company in ways that you have no idea about in this very moment. Ben, your background is in financial services before launching this company and working there full time. Um, Is is there something that you saw in in your work that made you think that this coffee shop business and 
employing people with disabilities, it's a good mix. Why did you decide that this was a particular type of business that you wanted to start with this mission? Well, it's an important question, and I think you know any business can can take this model uh, of of employing at least one person with a disability in their organization. And and what I saw was is that when people spent time with our kids, Biddy and Bo, who have Down syndrome, the, it changed them. Right? They saw them as as real people, not just as oh, there's a person with a disability. And when people have that opportunity to to be in the midst of someone who does have a disability like that. It, it, it just changes everything about it. And, and I saw that when my clients came in and met with me, uh, and if they got to meet uh, my kids during the process, um, it was very, very powerful. So Amy just had the great idea in the shower one day that, uh, hey, you know what, let's amplify this. Because I had a very small kind of boutique practice and, and uh, you know, my clients would only visit me face to face a couple of times a year. Uh, so it was great when it happened, but it wasn't enough. The coffee shop is just a constant flow of people all the time, and it gives people that opportunity. Maybe just order, get your order, leave, or get your order and sit all day, or whatever, something in between. And uh, it's critically important, and it's been a perfect venue to get our message across that people with disabilities are real people, and that they do deserve the innovation that the business world can bring to bear on their lives and create all kinds of markets and demand for people that right now there just isn't. And Amy, you know, you have been able to grow this business from your idea in the shower to creating several franchises, 19 shops around the country. Do you have advice for business owners on how to attract people with disabilities to work for a, their company? Because they can't ask about it directly. That's against the law. So how are you making sure that you're attracting people with disabilities? Well, the good news is there is an enormous talent pool out there waiting to work. Um, one in five people in our country has a disability, 80% of them are unemployed. So if your company wants to take the first step, make an initiative to include people with disabilities in your workforce, they're waiting, they want to join you. So I think that the first step is having a conversation within your company about this matters to us. And not only will it make a difference for everybody who works for you, who knows someone with a disability, it sets an example for other businesses in your community too that, that you prioritize that. So, um, you know, interestingly, with one in, one in five people having a disability in our country, if a company says this matters to us, I, I can guarantee you there are people that work in that company that have a brother, that have a sister, that have a child that would love a job. And that's a great starting point. Maybe reach out to them first. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play at Walt Disney World Resort. Brought to you by Eaton Vance, the symbol of advanced investing. What's inside your ETF? With Parametric Equity Premium Income ETF, you know. Inside, you'll find institutional quality expertise from a specialized team with deep derivatives experience. Get to know what's inside PAPI, the symbol of alternative income, at eatonvance.com slash CNBC. Before investing, prospective investors should carefully consider the investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. The current prospectus contains this and other information and is available at eatonvance.com. Read the prospectus carefully before investing. Not FDIC insured. Offer no bank guarantee. May lose value. Not insured by any federal government agency. Not a deposit. Investments involve risk. Principal loss is possible.
Distributed by Foreside Fund Services, LLC. I wanted to give people a hiring playbook, and I think you guys have outlined it so well just in your job description. So I was looking on Indeed.com, and I saw a job ad for a food service worker at a Biddy and Bo's coffee shop in D.C. And the very first line of the job description, right under primary duties, says... Reasonable accommodations may be made to enable individuals with disabilities to perform essential functions. And that is before outlining the five or six essential functions of that particular job. Is that the kind of the, the playbook that, that small businesses should take, putting right at top that you are going to have reasonable accommodations met for employees no matter what they need? Absolutely. And I think that's true whether someone has a disability or not. We all deserve a chance. And, you know, at Biddy and Bo's Coffee, we meet people where they are. If you have um, a desire to join the workforce and you want to learn something new, we give you a chance and we figure out how we can make accommodations to, make you, to set you up for success. And that's truly how every business should look at it. Absolutely. Well, Ben, looking at the competitive advantage, there are also some tax breaks that businesses may be able to benefit from as well in doing this. Is that right? I believe there are. I'm not an expert on that exactly, but I know, in fact, that in North Carolina, I believe there are some, some tax credits that businesses can receive for hiring people with intellectual and developmental disabilities, maybe disabilities in general. Um, so there's probably a lot out there that, that can be looked into, but I think ab above and beyond even the tax credits, I think that the there's some intangibles in there that that in addition to the tax credits that, that are available, companies will find that there's, there's, a, there's a, a whole new level of innovation and, and, and problem solving and creativity that will start to creep into a business when they start to have people with uh, what we call IDD, intellectual and developmental disabilities, in their four walls, working with people without disabilities. All of a sudden, it brings in a new component and people start to look at things differently. They start to think about things differently. And that combined with the, the incentives that are out there, um, it's really just uh, becomes a matter of what's your excuse not to give it a shot. So Amy and Ben, because of your children and because of your involvement in the disability community for many, many years, you already had a network. But for people who are watching that are starting a business or trying to grow their business, are there particular resources that they should think about using to find workers who are properly trained or who will get some training to be able to do certain jobs in their business? How do you make sure you have the a trained workforce for the business? Well, it's really interesting, Sharon. You know, there's so much excellent training that's done all over the country for this population of people. Um, they're trained in all kinds of different um, skills. The issue is, is that businesses just don't have this population on their radar as hireable people. So the minute, it, it, I know it might sound onerous to do what we're doing, hiring someone with a, with a disability, but the minute you put it out, even just on the street, within the ranks of your own employees, on social media, uh, one post, it's unbelievable the outpouring of interest that, that you will get. And, and I dare say across any industry, any type of company. And for people who are looking to be intentional and follow your model about being intentional and hiring people with disabilities, what advice would you give them about challenges to pay attention to? There may be some, some tough obstacles perhaps as they're trying to do this, having never perhaps worked with disability community, what should they think about as some of the potential challenges and ways to overcome them? 
It's a great question. Amy always says, you know, approach things through the eyes of a parent. And while everyone is not a parent, everybody knows what it means to care about somebody. At least you'd like to think so. And I think that we have to treat each other like that in the workplace as well. And I think when you approach things with compassion and creativity and a commitment to make it work, you'll figure out what that right fit is. And sometimes we hire people here at Biddy and Bo's Coffee for a, sort, for a certain position, and we find that it's not the best fit for them. So we transition them to another position until we can find the right position. Now sometimes it just doesn't work out and that's the way life goes. But most of the time it does because you can create those small accommodations and bring things out in people where they can be successful in their work and add to the overall um, company experience. And Amy, disability inclusion is so very important to the framework of Biddy and Bose. But how do you make sure with 400 employees with disabilities that you are diverse in many ways, whether it's race, gender, sexual orientation, or those with disabilities? How do you make sure that you're diverse um, as a company? Well, we are a company that doesn't just appreciate diversity. We celebrate it. Uh, it is part of the culture here. You can walk through the door and feel like family. Uh, whether you're a guest or whether you're an employee, we're just acutely aware of the need of feeling accepted and included and valued as a person. So it's always top of the list with every decision we make is, is this honoring diversity and inclusion. And I think we're, that's probably our greatest strength. I think it's felt when you step into one of our coffee shops because you can feel acceptance and love. And um, that's all we want as human beings. That was Amy and Ben Wright, founders of Biddy and Bo's Coffee. They joined us at CNBC's Small Business Playbook event on August 2nd, 2023. The keynote is produced by the CNBC events team. For more information about upcoming CNBC events and how you can join us, visit cnbcevents.com. I'm Tyler Matheson. Thanks for listening. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.